Girl Tries Life podcast where we show you that women are capable of absolutely incredible things with the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, a stress reduction coach who's all about helping you significantly reduce your stress so you can actually enjoy your daily life. Now, today on the podcast, I it's, it's a concept I've been sort of playing with this past week. But before we get going, this podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, which is powered by ETB. So if you are tired of paying bank fees when you can't remember the last time you went into a branch, you spoke and ATB listened. They've created a no monthly fee digital account with a line of credit that makes banking work for you. By doing most of your banking digitally, you'll avoid monthly fees and get unlimited digital transactions. It's 24-7 banking at its finest, so visit atb.com today to sign up for a no-fee all-in bank account and discover digital banking that works for you. So I actually bank with ATB for my business account and have had a really great experience so far, so I can highly recommend them. I also want to let you know a little bit about the Alberta Podcast Network. We've talked about them many, many times before, but a couple of the podcasts are up for uh, local and national awards. I want to share uh, uh, the Repodcasting podcast. I think you've heard me talk about them before if you've been a longtime listener. So this is where Janet and Lucia recast your favorite and not so favorite movies. Their most recent episode, uh, number 27, is they recast The Lovely Bones. Uh, It's not actually a movie that I've seen, but I'm really curious who they recast. They've always got some fascinating takes on it, and they're up for a Best of Calgary award. So definitely something to check out. I highly recommend them. You can find them at albertapodcastnetwork.com. So like I said, I've been thinking a lot this week about how after surgery... They almost always want you to walk down the corridor, right? Even if you're in major discomfort and walking is like the last thing you want to do, medical staff will ensure that you walk. And there's actually a really good reason for this. When you walk, you're moving oxygen throughout your body. Oxygen throughout your blood cells helps you to heal faster. Moving your body improves the function of your internal organs and it reduces the risk of blood clots and it can improve your mood feeling of independence, and self-confidence. But to you, it's just a walk. It's a painful, uncomfortable, last thing you want to be doing walk, right? So I think about this a lot when myself or my clients are going through emotionally stressful times. The last thing you want to do is work out. The last thing you want to do is eat more veggies, like bring on the mac and cheese. The last thing you want to do is go to therapy or journal about what's going on in your head. Maybe the last thing you want to do is to sit still and you'd rather be on the go and avoid dealing with the matter at hand. So when my grandmother lost her husband to a heart attack, her depression was intense. And yet every single day she forced herself to eat healthy meals. And she described it to my mom as like the absolute last thing she wanted to do, but she knew it would help keep her going. She'd go for a walk down the beach and she would just be crying her eyes out. She'd run an errand, she'd lie in bed even if she couldn't sleep, knowing that at least her body was resting, even if her mind was reeling. So bear in mind that she was retired, living on a remote island, like she could have very easily kept to herself, not eaten, chain-smoked, and watched movies all day. Easily. Her family lived on the mainland, and nobody would have known if she wasn't eating or if she holed herself up. Absolutely nobody. So remember I did that episode on the lessons I learned from Frozen 2? (laughs) So there is that song, Do the Next Right Thing. When you think of the monumental task that you have in front of you, like in my grandmother's case, it was surviving the loss of her husband, it feels too big. It feels debilitating. You feel immobilized. But if you think of taking that one step, 
doing that one next right thing for your mind, your body, or your spirit, it becomes a little less daunting. Likely not fun, and it probably still feels like you're forcing yourself through the motions, but it's a step. You know, in like AA, when they talk about one day at a time, that is the mentality you really have to focus on, especially like no matter what it is you're going through. Like think about if you're going through a period of real financial struggle. If you think of how am I going to make the mortgage payment? How am I going to make this? How am I going to put my kids through university? How am I, how am I, how am I, how am I? It becomes debilitating. And if you break it down to what can I do today? How can I save money today? How can I make a little bit more money today? What can I do to trim the costs? That is much more achievable. So whatever the overwhelming obstacle in your way, surgery, loss, financial strain, divorce, physical injury, trauma, breakups, what, a, what is your equivalent of walking after surgery? What is your equivalent of getting the oxygen moving? What is your equivalent of kickstarting the healing? So I've got some ideas for you. Make an appointment with your counselor. Drink more water. Go to bed at a reasonable time. Take a walk around the block. Just one block. Sit outside in the fresh air with your coffee. Call a friend. Take a bath or a hot shower. Eat some veggies. Light a candle. Journal. Make a list of things you're grateful for. Make your bed. Will any of these things individually solve your problems? Of course not. They will help you from going further under, though. I can guarantee that. They'll help get the healing started. And maybe you're scoffing at this like, ugh, Victoria, it's not so simple as eat your veggies. And again, of course not. But you know what eating veggies does? It fuels your body with antioxidants, which have been proven to decrease anxiety. Studies show that making your bed in the morning leads to feelings of increased confidence and control over your life. Meeting with someone in person is the key to connection that we're sorely lacking, and chemically, it helps release oxytocin in our body, which helps us feel like we belong. So on the surface, these are small things. But under the surface, they have an incredible cumulative effect. Sometimes knowing that something works, even when we can't see it, is enough. It's the placebo effect, right? So if you believe it will help you heal faster, you'll start to see even faster results. So believe me when I say that these things help. And don't just believe me. Try them. Thank you so much for listening today. I would so love to hear what some of your ideas would be for what, it, what your equivalent is of walking after surgery. What's your equivalent for that for mental health and resiliency? So head on over to Instagram. I'm at stresslessladies. I would love to hear some of your ideas. I can actually then add them back into the show notes of this. So please, please let me know. I would love to hear it. For the show notes, uh, you can go to girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast dash 145. And uh, yeah, please connect and let me know what it is you're going through. We're not alone in this. We we have each other and I, w- I would love to hear from you. Have a great day, okay?